You ever just think about that time window between silence, no thought, instant thought, processing the thought, and the articulation of that thought? Yeah, I know. I'm weird. But when I think about that process, it's all in flow. I think about Bruce Lee's line, be water. I think about Josh Clark, who took his quote to make the quote, content is like water. And then when you put it all together, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Simply put, be water. This analogy has been used time and time and time again. It's a very brilliant analogy. It highlights how content must be responsive, must be flexible, must be adaptable. But let's not stop at content. Let's go beyond the content to business, to growth. But even beyond that, at the core, at the nucleus of a business, of growth, of success, of sales, of revenue, of creativity, is thought. Do you want to discover the secrets and the strategies on how your business can achieve the frictionless sale? Content is Profit, hosted by Louise and Fonzie Camejo, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. We'll talk about framework, strategies, tactics to bring you all the information you need in order to turn your content into profit. Luis and Fonzie have spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. One thing I can definitely say about Luis and Fonzie is that they have some of the best podcast titles in the game, like saying no to $1 million and learning from top YouTubers, the how to be nice principle that's costing you a fortune and closing the gap between your potential and your reality. Listen to Content is Profit wherever you get your podcasts. Isn't it amazing how everything we interact with, everything we do, came from thought? This podcast you're listening to right now literally is coming from the process of my mind thinking of a thought based off a theme and then articulating that thought through voice that is coming through a mic, processing through a computer, both of which were created through thought. They originated through thought. And now you're consuming it on your phone, on your iPad, your tablet, your computer, on a smart speaker, on a TV, whatever functionality you're using as a medium to receive and consume this information, all came from thought. This is why I put so much effort in episode 45, which was a little bit different from my pro quo of type of topics and styles to really emphasize the importance of mindset and how important it is to understand the mind of your ideal customer, client, audience, consumer, and their behaviors. And that all is derived from understanding the mind, the psyche, the psychology, but not just the psychology, the sociology component and other things as well. Why am I talking about this? Why does it matter? I'll get to all that in a moment. I think back to when I got started 
from the moment I started this podcast till now, all the opportunities, all the ups, all the downs. I appreciate listeners who have been there from the very beginning or those who have now part of the process when I'm more seasoned and I'm more polished and I have a better setup and my delivery is more polished and poised and you know I have that swagger. I know who I am. I know what I want to talk about and all these different things, right? But it still is a process. This still is you working at becoming a better version of yourself, creating a better product, a better deliverable, trying to be more relatable, trying to really emphasize what the community wants while simultaneously balancing your ideals and things you want to cover. And I just want to thank you. I sincerely do. I don't take it for granted. Everybody who downloads, everyone who takes a listen, everyone who's left me a review now or in the future, who suggested other people to listen, giving me feedback, asked me when a new episode was going to drop. I don't take that for granted at all. Not one bit, but I digress. For those who don't know, you know, Troy, why is your podcast not called Strategy Hacker or Strategy Hackers or Strategy or Grow Something or Business Something or Marketing Something? And you made it, I digress. Well, it might be a good time to kind of recap and bring people up to speed. In actuality, I'm a man of many thoughts. I think a million things a minute. I'm all over the place, which then causes me to what I like to use as the verb of digressing. <laughs> I, I digress a lot. You know, I'll go on a tangent and I'll get back to how we got there, but it may take a while, <laughs> but I digress. That's the originality of how the name was formed, why it's called I Digress. But also beyond that, I think I didn't want to be tied to one thing. I wanted to have the ability to go wherever my mind wanted to go as long as it came back to some rooted idea, question, answer, solution, thought that would be of value to the listener to take action and do something with. Now, this podcast has evolved quite a bit from the very beginning to now in a lot of different ways, not just in the technicality, not just in the delivery, not just in the subject matter, but in the actual essence of what this podcast is now. When I started, no one knew who I was. No one was listening. And you kind of just throw things at the wall, hoping something would stick eventually. Now it's like you have a reputation and every episode has to be better than the next. And all of these thoughts come into play. And then you have to decide which thoughts to lean into, which thoughts to give you power, which thoughts to throw aside. And it just can get really messy real quick. And those who know, if you've bought my book, Strategize Up, you've listened to previous episodes of I Digress, you've heard me speak on stages, simplicity is the key to achieving anything and everything that you need and that you want. When you keep things simple, you can scale. The odds are more in your favor to grow and keep that pace. When things get more complicated and messy, it weighs you down. It slows you down. It can shut you down. And then you're left with what happened and why. So I think. As I have cranked out more and more episodes, and there's so many episodes that I've recorded that I haven't even greenlighted, depending on how I felt based off my thoughts around different things. I hope you're seeing the theme in all of this. It's challenging. It's hard. People ask me sometimes, does it get easier to do a podcast alone? You're literally talking to yourself. And yeah, it does get easier to tap into these modes, but I'm not going to lie. Even though it's just me and I don't know the reaction until I send it out and get feedback on social, you know, on reviews and ratings and instant messages and people with my phone number text me or call me and let me know the 411 of the episode, what they thought and things like that. I'm still recording thinking, or I wonder what they're going to think. I've said all that to say what we think 
what we consume, what we tell ourselves, what we allow ourselves to believe about ourselves, about our situation, about our business, about our ideas, impact our thoughts, which impacts our ability to act. And from how we act, the depth of how we act, when we act, why we act, will either perform and bear fruit or will not perform and will lead us to being barren. But it all comes down to thought. I had a thought. I had an idea. I sat with the idea. I did my research. I took action. Therefore, this podcast was born. I gave it a name called I Digress. I gave it boundaries under 30 minutes. Solo podcast host still for now. All these different things, keeping it simple, breaking things down in a very easy, digestible manner for you, the consumer, to have at your disposal, to use as you see fit. But hopefully, it's of value to you. All of that came from a derivative of thought. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. Everything we do starts with our mind. When we wake up, do we hit the snooze button? Do we eat breakfast? Do we not eat breakfast? Do we work out? Do we consume a podcast? Do we turn on ESPN or CNN or the Housewives of LA? Whatever the case might be, whatever floats your boat. But I digress. Yes, listeners, I hear you. You want me to actually use the word more, so I'm going to work on it. (laughs) But my point in all of this is to connect it to being like water. Our thoughts are the most powerful things because they can actually create and bring forth amazing things in the real world. But our thoughts are also very dangerous. They can slow us down. They can shut us down. And we never reach our full potential. If you don't put a deadline to something, and you'll say you get to it eventually, you probably aren't going to get it done as quickly that you would like, if at all. And it's just sitting on a whiteboard. It's on a sticky note. It's on your TDL. And it never goes anywhere. To really achieve significant growth, you have to hold yourself accountable. And you have to put a deadline to something. Put a date. A concrete date. And you put every effort, energy, and power you have to make that happen by that date. And if you don't, it is not the end of the world. But at least you know, and only you know, you did all you could to make that materialize by that date. And then you can use that to question, what caused me not to hit that deadline? What can I do differently? I get it. Sometimes putting a deadline to ideas that haven't been proven, that you don't know will succeed, can be intimidating, can be confusing, can be challenging. But if we don't put a specific date and time, if we don't put hard deadlines in place to go with our key performance indicators or our objectives and key results, our KPIs and OKRs, we won't get to where we want to be. I think we need to apply that not just in our professional life and business, whether you work for someone else, whether you're your own boss, whether you're in partnership collaboration with someone else, but also in your personal life. Do you want to be more physically fit? Do you want to learn how to cook? Do you want to learn a new language? Do you want to read X amount of books? There's so many different things that we can learn We can do, but we have to put deadlines, not just ideas on a piece of paper, and call it a day. Thoughts without actions are just dreams. Let's 
materialize these things. I don't want to just stop at, I had a dream. I want to end with, I took that dream, made it into a vision, and I materialized that thing and made it real. And I'm holding the tangible result or the literal product or item or business based off that initial thought, that initial idea. But the thing is, there's so many of us who are afraid to share our thoughts, to speak our thoughts, and to take action from our thoughts. We got to stop being afraid and we got to start taking action. One way to help you do that is to think of yourself, think of your thoughts like water. It's common knowledge that matter exists in three states, liquid, solid, and gas. Water can transition between these states depending on the temperature it is exposed to. As a result of the temperature changes that affect water, its molecules will start vibrating at different rates. The higher the temperature, the faster the molecules vibrate. An increase in heat will cause ice to melt, making it transition from a solid state into a liquid state. And if you maintain that high temperature, the water molecules will continue vibrating intensely. The water will start to boil, and from it boiling will transition into a gas state, turning it into steam and eventually evaporating. No, I'm not trying to give you a science lesson. What I am trying to give you is that there is an art and a science to apply your thoughts to achieving in business and achieving in life. And it starts in the mind. Most times we see life challenges as a negative because it's not a positive. And who wants to suffer? Nobody. Nobody. Right? At the same time, though, when we're in these seasons of being in the valley, being without when we're in these seasons of scarcity and having to sit in these uncomfortabilities, it is heating our molecules, if you can stay with me with this analogy, in a way that you're either going to change your state to adapt to your situation or you won't. But if you do, you will be better for it. There's times where you need to be as solid as ice and there's times where you need to be as fluid as water. And there's times where you just need to take up space like gas. We don't lose our matter, but we change our state to survive in our environments. There's too many businesses who want to stay solid like ice when they really need to adapt and be as fluid as water. And there's times where you're as fluid as water. It's not good enough. And you have to raise your molecules up so you can become gas. So where am I going with this? There's too many times that we don't change our state. And I'm not just talking about what content we produce, what content we create, our marketing and sales messaging. All of those things are an extension of your thoughts. There are mediums that reveal maybe the results or the actions you take based off the state that you're in. It's very important. It's very imperative. It's very critical. That you are aware of the state of mind you are in. I don't care if you're the CEO or you're a manager or you're entry level. For you to produce the best effort to achieve the best results, to create the best opportunities 
for yourself all come down to your state of mind. And is your state of mind in alignment with what you need to be, how you need to act, what you need to do to get to where you want to be? And in most cases, when you really look at the depth of things, we're not getting where we want to be because we haven't forced ourselves or accepted what's necessary for us to change to put us in the right state of mind, of opportunity, of effort and actions to reap the benefits of what we need and what we want. If you're a faithful I digress listener, then you know one of my favorite words on the planet is scalability. The world's most successful companies earn their titles by investing in their customer success, not just their own. Because when your customers succeed, so do you. HubSpot scales with your business from your first hire to your first million and beyond. HubSpot is impossible to outgrow with customer acquisition costs at an all-time high and customer expectations even higher. Having seamless experiences are absolutely critical. HubSpot is on a mission to help you grow your business with success tools that put your customers first. Connect your HubSpot account to country-specific top-level domains to expand your customer reach without compromising your branding. Get crystal clear insights with site partitioning that allows you and your teams to see site performance that's only relevant to them. Help your customers succeed and learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com. Most times we're attracted to individuals, to businesses, to marketing campaigns, to brand messaging, to sales tactics that is aligned with our thoughts and our values. We're attracted to similar thought patterns that involve the same processes or structures that we do. Thoughts that convert for us are those that speak our truths and that we agree with. It's kind of like networking. You don't have to say anything. Based on how someone dresses, maybe you heard their tone of voice, maybe how they look, their body language, where they are in the room, maybe even their name on their name tag, the colors they're wearing. All these different variables come into play to basically for us to decide which side of the room we should be on, who we should talk to, and how long we should be there. All in the mind. We lead our lives by what we consume, by what we believe, and so forth. In the same way, when you're presenting your marketing, when you're doing sales, whether you're at the top of the funnel or they don't even know you exist yet, speak to the mind. Don't speak to a chart, a persona. A persona is only going to get you so far. We don't know 100% of all the things that we're thinking based off the data that maybe we've acquired to assume that this person or this business, opportunity, client, customer, et cetera, is really going to say yes is really going to find value in what we offer. Maybe find value in hiring you or using you as a freelancer or investing in your startup, whatever the action item might be. So the best way to really figure out what's in someone's head is what? Ask questions and listen. Be an active listener. Think through what you want to say. Think through what you want to present. 
think through what you want to show, and then take action accordingly. There's going to be times where you're going to be as solid as ice because the conversation is challenging your resolve about your belief in your product or your service. There's times where you have to be as nimble as water because you're treading through different situations and you want to show that you're versatile in your approach and in your conversation, which earns trust. And there's times where you have to be like gas and take up space. I want to fill this whole room with my presence, with my energy. I don't want you to leave this room. I don't want you to end this podcast without knowing my resolve, where I stand, who I help, who I serve, what I can do. I ain't no scrub and I can make magic happen using my superpower of whatever your superpower is. Mine just happens to be strategy. This is another Strategy Accelerator brought to you by Agency Accelerated Podcast with Stephanie Liu, powered by Agora Pulse. Brands who are leveraging customer advocacy are seeing extraordinary levels on their return on investment. Yet many businesses aren't doing customer advocacy at all. What exactly is customer advocacy? And more importantly, how do we do it well that will actually deliver ROI for our clients? As an advocacy strategist and community builder for HubSpot, her work serves to help brands better connect with their current customers, potential customers, and fans and drive actual revenue. So Christina, in a previous episode, we had Kevin Lau from Adobe and Mm -hmm. he was talking about customer advocacy. Customer advocacy means how can we turn our customers into raving fans of Adobe products and solutions? In your experience, especially at HubSpot, how is that the same or how is that different for you? In some ways, it's very much the same. I want to be able to determine, identify and amplify our biggest fans and also figure out what do we need to do to delight our current customer base to a point where they want to be talking about us. They want to be giving us more word of mouth and that the overall sentiment for the voice of the customer is positive. The way it's a little bit different is that I've been in the HubSpot ecosystem for quite a while before I joined myself and we already had a fan base. They just weren't being weaponized. They weren't being brought together. They weren't being really celebrated for the love and knowledge that they have for us. So as soon as I started, I started reaching out to the people who I knew were the ones who would raise their hands, who loved us, who knew what we were doing, either customers or partners. And I immediately started those conversations with, I want to know more about you. I want to know what carrot is working for you. How do you feel motivated? Do you feel loved? I think that if you look at HubSpot's ecosystem and the way that we take care of the customer and being incredibly customer centric, that love is already there. It just needs to be tapped. And so my job was to really kind of build out a program that was not only going to be able to identify these people, but take it to the next level and make them feel loved and returned. Kevin does great work at Adobe. I'm a huge fan of his and they're doing really great things there. For me, it's how do I make them feel special? How do I make them feel taken care of and appreciated? Make sure you head on over to agorapulse.com forward slash calendar and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. I had said this in a post recently that you really do get more done much faster with much bigger gains when you simplify what you are doing, how you are doing it, and set concrete deadlines you must meet like your life depended on it. I've been doing that the last couple of months, and I'm amazed at the growth, being able to sustain that effort that has resulted in this high level of output of growth, all by simplifying what I do, my task, eliminating a lot of distractions, and just holding true to what I'm good at. Simple, I know. Easy, I know. We all know. However, we all don't do. 
We all don't take necessary actions, make the necessary sacrifices, make the necessary changes we need to do in order to get to where we want to be. I'm the first one to admit that. I have no problem admitting that. In actuality, we all deal with that. We have to eliminate this complex that everyone is better than me and I can get to where I want to get to in life. The moment I buckled down and started saying no more and focused on a few things instead of millions of things, instead of looking at everyone else's grass and just worried about watering my own grass, me channeling my own understanding and awareness and becoming aligned with what my goals are. If you think back to a previous episode, what do you want, what do you need, and what do you have? Focusing on what I have to get what I need to position myself to get to what I want. How do I do that? How can I fast track that? And the way to fast track is actually slowing down. Eliminating all the things you don't need. Become a minimalist when it comes to the things that churn the output so you can reap the outcomes in abundance. And it's a hard transition. It is not easy to unplug from all the distractions that's going on in the world and our daily lives and everything else. But just intentional actions of not being distracted so you can focus on one or two things to get it done quickly, efficiently, and consistently so it can blossom into more time for you to use elsewhere, more money for you to buy more things, to build more systems to give you more time, enhance your knowledge, or improve your skill. It all matters, but it all comes down to your thoughts. I used to think that I was not a good marketer. I used to think that I was not a good strategist. I used to think that no matter how much money I've generated for clients throughout my years in my profession, it never mattered. It was never good enough. And I could never achieve anything. I had nothing to say. I had no business being on a stage. I had no business being behind a mic. I had no business writing a book. Who am I? These thoughts can limit your success. We have to think from within modify, optimize, adjust, and change in order to reap the benefits. Is it hard? Yes. But anything worth doing, anything that you are trying to achieve, there's going to be a series of valleys. This matters in growth. This matters in business. This matters in being a successful leader. This matters in being a successful salesperson or marketing person or branding person or content person. What you believe, what you think, what you accept And what you do is all predicated on your thoughts. Make sure what you're thinking is in alignment with what you're trying to become. A GPS doesn't ask you where you've been. A GPS asks you where you want to go. And where do you want to go? Are your thoughts blocking you, hindering you, or slowing you down from getting to your destination? And if they are, in some way, shape, or form, are you going to make the necessary changes or put yourself in the right environments so you can change your state from ice to water to gas or gas to water to ice, even as just becoming water? Some of you aren't nimble enough. Some of you aren't sturdy enough. Some of you, you're not vibrant enough. You're not taking enough space. You're not owning what you're good at, and you're not leading with conviction and confidence. Because confidence and conviction creates opportunity. If you're consistent, please align yourself in the right way. Please consume the things that are going to benefit how you think, how you see yourself when you look in the mirror, 
how you show up in these meetings, in these conversations, in these various environments. Be mindful of all these different things because if your mind stays sharp, you can cut through all of the mess to get to the reward. But if your mind doesn't stay sharp and you allow yourself to be lazy and idle and you allow all these negative thoughts, allow all these trolls and different individuals who have told you you couldn't, who have told you no, to your funding, no to your hiring, no to your business of becoming a client or customer, and you just accept that and settle for that and lock that in as truth in your mind and your thoughts, that will weigh you down and you will sink. We don't want you to sink. We want you to soar. There's enough room for all of us in the sky to fly. And the higher you go, the more you need to make sure that your thoughts are in order. So change your state to whatever you need to do to survive and thrive in your environment. And know that every great action, every great business, every great opportunity all started with a thought. So choose your thoughts wisely and be mindful of the thoughts that you maintain. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.